0: Are Is you, this on your list? Are you kidding me? That's my number two. I, I listen guys, I swear to God, Amanda and I do not, we we absolutely positively do not share our list with each other when we do these types of shows. We literally just we we don't do any of that at all. well hello 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 and we are back with a brand new episode of the chris and amanda show Uh, this is your first time listening welcome to the show my name is chris Vaglou. i am one of your hosts and my awesome sunny host (laughs) amanda sharp welcome back
1: (laughs) welcome back and Man, if someone's listening for the first time, what a treat we have for you today.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, um, well, typically, you know, if you're you're a first-time listener to the show, we will explain how the show normally works. But today we are doing a very special episode of the show. But before we let everybody know, I mean, if you're watching this, you may see the description and be like, oh, I know what you guys are doing.
1: Mm -hmm. No big surprise.
0: But if you don't, Especially for those that are listening to this too and the whole replay thing. But um, before we say what we're doing today, Amanda Sharp, why don't you let everybody know how our show typically works?
1: <laughs> How our show typically works. Chris sends me three songs, I send Chris three songs. We come from vastly different different musical backgrounds. So those three songs are usually sometimes new and we've never heard them. Sometimes we argue a little bit about it because it's a more common song that eh, we've never really argued though. Let's be real. Like we've disagreed to agree or agreed to disagree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't argue, argue.
1: We don't argue. <laughs> I'll say Chris Baglio. What <laughs> <laughs> about the extent of it. And we rate those songs on a sliding scale of one to five records. And one record being, eh, <laughs> five little, records. little,
0: little cringy. A <laughs>
1: little <laughs> so cringy. We've yet to have a one record. Um, but I take that back. I think I did do a one record. I, I keep think you did Kill
0: Switch Engage a one record. Yes. That was our first episode, I think, you yes. did a one record.
1: Only because we basically took a walk down old memory lane to our very first episode that I, I realized I crushed that. but And it goes all the way up to five records, which is, right. oh, my gosh. This is a great song. It's going on a playlist, and it's staying there, and we're playing it over and over and over.
0: That is right. It will never leave our ears. We are never. so happy to have heard that song and yeah. be given the gift of that music. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, <clears throat> yeah, but today, mm. today, today, we are – Suspending the rules of the game for today, because we have a very special episode. in today's episode, so once again if you didn't if you didn't see the promo card or yeah. read the description already or could tell from the title of this episode, we are talking about the music of stranger things. Why? Well, because why not? And <laughs> a man and I both love stranger things, and this is a music show where we talk about music. How could we not talk about the music of Stranger Things Four seasons of like unreal music that not only is the original score like that they make like incredible, mm-hmm. but they get so much licensing of all these like iconic songs from some from the era, like from the 80s. Some like they've done like remixes that have been in the mm-hmm. 2000s. Some they go even further back, but Man, oh, man, what an incredible playlist of songs that this show has created over four seasons. I can't even believe it's four seasons already. Like, I remember when the show first started.
1: Oh, my gosh. I and each season's so different from the other. Mm-hmm. So, so different. And that first season, I was hooked. I was like, Joyce Byers, I understand you, baby. Will, I'm coming for you, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it It really is. Uh, it really is an incredible show. And yes, don't worry, Chuck, uh, we will not be giving any spoilers on this uh, the show. This is not about spoilers. We will keep all major plots and, and finales and all that under wraps. Uh, we, we promise not to spoil. This is not about spoiling the episodes or anything like that. This is literally talking about the music that is featured in the episodes. And uh, we may make references to like what episode they came from and what season, but yeah, I'll, I'll put that right out there. We are not spoiling any episodes, especially if you're just watching the new season, which as Ooh, of the time of yeah. re- as of this recording, when we're doing this, the show dropped about a week ago, Memorial day weekend, it dropped. So yeah. I actually just watched the finale last night. Like the, cause the season, season four is broken up into two parts. So there's part one, which is seven episodes. And then part two, which is coming out July 1st of 2022, is broken up, is is actually two episodes. But each episode is like a feature length film. It's like.
1: (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love the. I I will spoil it in the way of saying season four, totally different than the other seasons. And I feel like they've really like up the ante with it and i'm really pleased with with the direction it's going i think it's fantastic well done duffy brothers
0: yes duffer brothers
1: duffer brothers i'm like duffy, duffy. <laughs> That that's
0: that's the that's the other company that, that's the other brothers that make uh stranger stranger things <laughs> <laughs> The Duffy Brothers. Oh, great. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> sorry, Duffers. <laughs> sorry,
0: Duffers. Uh, but yes, I agree. This season so far has mm-hmm. been really good, uh, much different. And the episodes themselves, too, longer. Mm-hmm. Like, every episode is over an hour. Like, like, well over an hour. Some, like, even the finale I just watched was like an hour and 40 minutes long with mm-hmm. the credits. So, yeah, everybody strap in. If you haven't started season four left <laughs> yet. Yeah, uh, make sure you, uh, you you leave some time uh, yeah. because it's not as the episodes aren't as short as the uh, the, the ones from previous seasons. Yeah. So they, they definitely took the time off in between shows, uh, in between seasons, and they are giving you loads and loads of content, so kudos. It's worth the wait. Definitely worth the wait, and uh, so with that being said, uh, once again this episode is about talking about some of the music from Stranger Things, and so Amanda and I, Amanda came to me with this idea. She's like, "Let's do a Stranger Things episode because we've been talking about. If you follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, we were just we we were talking about the Kate Bush song, uh, mm-hmm. Running Up a Hill, um, and that song is enjoying re- a huge, huge resurgence due to appearing in Stranger Things four. Where once again, not giving any spoilers, but it actually has it, it, it serves as a key plot device in extreme extreme in in the season and not just once but multiple times so Mm -hmm. it's uh it's it's heavily featured but really done in the right way and it's a great song by Kate Bush released in 1985 that has absolutely like shot up the charts it's exposed Kate Bush to a whole new audience of like younger people who would have never probably heard Kate Bush ever and are now like discovering her music and And uh, it truly is awesome. It just goes to speak to the power of, like, you know, when you get certain music featured in a show, like A Stranger Things, which I feel like the show was completely, like, written for our generation, considering, like, the Duffer Brothers grew up in, like, our whole generation, you know?
1: Absolutely. And I think the power of that song and how it's utilized through season four Mm -hmm. really, 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 like, just hones in on why we're so passionate about... Our show because it's really important to us music has so many memories and we just we just love the connections to it
0: and Uh, mark ronick checking in with okay i'm ashamed to admit i've only seen season one of stranger things well mark that's okay nothing to be ashamed about at least you've seen season one but i i i I say keep going my friend keep keep going. going
1: keep going but in order but in
0: order Yes, you got to watch them in order. It's a very chronological story and then you really can't just start at like yeah. season 4 <laughs> and 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 work your way backwards.
1: And we all know I've admitted this several times on the show. I read the end of books first and I watch the end of movies usually right. first too. I People really have a fit when I say that out loud. This is one of the few exceptions that I think you could do that. However, I just don't think you are you're going to understand the level, the importance of how it ends um, without the lead up to it. It's so great.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree a hundred percent. And Mark Ronick, I, I did love it. Okay, I'm going to dive back <laughs> in with my wife. Perfect. Please
1: do, please do. And speaking of Mark, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Mark.
0: <laughs> what?
1: I know. I admit that. And you know, I'm just who I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just who you are. I I am, well, Papa, I I am what Papa used to say. I am what I am. I am what I am. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, Mark is a very special contributor to our Stranger Things show today. Chris, did you want to go into why Mark is
0: so special to us today? Yes, well, Mr. Mark Ronick and Ironic Media are our official show sponsor. In fact, we'll be the official show sponsor for our next four episodes of the Chris and Amanda show Mark is a, it is an amazing, is an amazing podcast producer uh, recently met Mark. <laughs> I feel like recently everything seems recent. Like you and I recently met about Absolutely. a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Mark is a huge part of our podcasting community on clubhouse that uh, we've gotten really, really close and friendly with. Yeah. And, and, has also become a great friend and consultant to our show, the Chris and yep. Amanda Show. So, if you are looking for that level of personalized one-on-one consultation when it comes to producing your podcast uh, and and just becoming overall a better podcaster, and working on your show uh, from a marketing standpoint, from a creative standpoint, you know, Mark Ronick is there. The, he is. You want to talk to you? There he is. I knew there was a picture of a there is our Mark. <laughs>
1: I love it. He, and you may have noticed a little bit of a change on our social media, especially IG and TikTok, where we had a consultation with Mark and he's kind of put us in the right direction of some fun changes. And you might have seen that with some of our, our reels. So thank you, Mark, for kind of guiding us. And I mean, really it's just brought a whole new level of fun for us. (laughs) It absolutely
0: has. It absolutely has. And and what's great about Mark, too, is that he's just so down earth and so personable and not uh, you can call him a coach. You can call him a mentor. You can call him a guru, guru whatever you want to name him. But he is uh, he is an expert at what he does. And he's got a really great way of sitting down and working with you and listening to you and coming up with really awesome solutions. So. Make sure you connect with Mark Ronick at Ironic Media. Head over to ironicmedia.com, uh, follow him on IG at Mark Ronick, and also on Clubhouse if you're on Clubhouse at Mark Ronick. Make sure you support him. All the links are in our bio and um, also in the show notes and the, uh, the video description below. And Mark also offers uh, a, a free session. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you go over to his website or you head over to his IG and you click the link in his bio, uh, you can sign up for a free session. Give it a test drive. See how you like Mark. Mm -hmm. See if it's fit. And uh, we highly urge you to uh, to at least give that a try, because I think that you will be pleasantly surprised how effective it will be. Thank you, Mark Ronick and Ironic Media. We are now diving into the show. The Song of Strangers Things. Amanda Sharp, we have collected a list. And this, as we said at the top, this was a hard, hard list to put together. Like, so hard. what did I say to you? I said so it was hard. like throwing darts at yeah. a dartboard because it's like literally almost every song that they put in this show is great. And then on top of it, where they place the song in the show, <gasps> like all of a sudden brings a whole new life on to the song. Like, I can now only think of like those scenes. When I hear the songs. A a thousand percent. And I
1: feel like we've mentioned it before on the show, how important song placement in any movie, any TV show is. And I truly believe the music of any anything like that can be made like it can make or break the film or a TV show success. So, yes, they are genius. I don't know who is the one placing the music in Stranger Things, but well done. And you don't need the Chris and Amanda show to tell you that, but uh, we're going to well done. <laughs> no,
0: you, you do not. You do not at all, but there is a lot of great articles on there. I was scanning before the show. Um, some of the, the folks that had, uh, had worked on and even, um, with this, this Kate Bush song and trying to get that, that is a fascinating story, which, um, I, I, I can throw the links in the show notes and all that, but definitely look that up because Kate Bush does not license her. She's notorious for not licensing her music. Um, and they really did a lot to make sure that she understood where the song would be placed in the show and sent her screen and sent her uh, some some edits and and detailed script notes. and it turns out though that she was a fan of the show already. so she was super happy about it. so it's it's a really cool story about, but it's just like a sliver of the amount of work that has to go into licensing songs and for a show as big as stranger things, where you know music plays such a huge part in the show overall and all the nostalgia and all that stuff that like why we all love and watch the show is like, it is a monumental task. (laughs) Let me tell you, it is Mm. not. So here's a lot of love going out to all the music licensing people out there who work their butts off to secure these songs that appear in our favorite shows, especially Stranger Things, where it is so, so important.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's no surprise that I love so many of these songs because it's so from the era that I choose to grab from on yes. every single yeah. show. So I was like, oh, this, 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 this. And then to bring it down to three, though, was really hard. So how are we going to was- do Are we going to go in order of our favorite, or we're just going to go in order of what's on our
0: list? You know, let's just go in the order of okay. what's on our list, which is so incredibly hard. And by the way, for anybody who's watching live, uh, feel free to play along. If you have favorite songs that have appeared in Stranger Things, let us know. Yes. Um, right now, we'll bring it up on screen. We'll, we'll, we'll add it into our chat here. And of course, afterwards, if uh if you want to let us know what your favorite stranger things songs are you can actually give us a call at 97 nine seven three five zero 973 506 8009 that's plus 1 973 506 8009 that's the chris and amanda show hotline and you can tell us what your favorite uh stranger things songs are, or if you were like god i can't believe you guys like that song it sounds terrible <laughs> but whatever you want to do leave us a message we'd love to play it on the show amanda sharp what is one of the songs from your list? What is your number three song on your Stranger Things playlist?
1: In no other order than that, it's that placement <laughs> on our thing. I'm going to come in hot with Islands in the Stream by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers.
0: Yes. Ooh. Yes. that That is, I remember when that, oh my God. What a great, like that was such a, that's a great pick.
1: Thank you. That is that scene that, without spoilers, I mean, we're going to try and not spoil, but. Yeah,
0: once again, we're going to try not to spoil things that give away any major plot points. Yes.
1: Nothing that we share will, but there might be, again, some stuff. I mean, between Bob and Joyce, if you don't know who Bob is, you'll figure oh. it out. And it's just so. Awesome. cute. They're adorable. How the song was used was adorable. Yep. The placement just impeccable and boy do I just love that song
0: yeah and and boy do I love I loved uh, Bob Bob and uh, Joyce's relationship it was so great and uh you know and for all you fans out there of the show you know what we're talking about yeah um but it was it was really great and yeah great song placement there like perfect for those characters
1: and to think that that song would have ever landed in stranger things just cracks me up because Stranger Things, it's like Islands in the Stream, you know, ending up in Freddy Krueger. (laughs) I I know. But it's so appropriate the way that they place it. It's so great. So it just made me super happy. So I knew right away that was going to be one of my favorite songs to put on my list um, just because the usage of it was so cute, so perfect. And Joyce and Bob are adorable. (laughs)
0: yeah it's uh it it is a great it is a great part of uh stranger things storytelling and and once again i love how they they bring characters especially when um you know they bring some characters back from classic 80s films like you know sean austin um you know who's of course was in goonies which everybody like you know compare stranger things to say it's like you know, are the the newer version of Goonies and update. So they've drawn so much inspiration from a lot of those classic eighties films that we all grew up with and loved. And to have, you know, Sean Austin from Goonies in stranger things was like an awesome, like homage to all their influences, you know, and that's also a fun part of stranger things is looking at all the things in the background. When they go into the rooms, you see the posters and just all of It's just, is just too, too much fun. It really is that that is a whole other part of the show. That, like, you get way into is looking like, oh, my God, look how much like time they put into, like, the oh. sets and, like, the little things. I'm like, I used to have that. And I had that. And it's, like, great. It's
1: just even, like, grocery store scenes that yeah. they actually have the true packaging, essentially, from that era. Just yeah. Every detail is just perfect and they nail it. So. Yep you can see how much we
0: love Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. So my, uh, my, my my pick here, my number three pick, which, you know, I had to go with this one just because it's it's uh, it's a great song. God, there's so many good songs. So once again, yeah. I, I said, I felt like I was throwing darts at a dartboard and being like, sure. here's all the songs. <laughs> oh, yes, I like that song. So, but this is, I don't think this is going to be a shocker for anybody that listens to the show. So, I mean, it's sort of a shoe in for me, but it is great time because it it, this song takes place in the time when this episode takes place so that would be shout at the devil by motley (laughs) crew and this happens this song happens uh on season two um actually sorry i take that back uh season one episode two which is the second episode trick treat trick or treat freak and uh, this is when Billy comes into a party and he's uh, labeled like the king of the kegs or whatever like that. Yeah. yeah. Steve tries to get Nancy to take it easy on her drinking. Billy's cheered for becoming the new keg king. It's at the keg king at the Halloween party. So this is in uh, episode two of season one. And three. Uh, I, I just it's such a great like the riff on this song is fantastic. It pretty much works. It's like the perfect like, hey, I'm at a party song. Yeah. And it was released in the eight, early, early 80s. I think 82, which is like, I think, right when this episode takes place. So it totally makes sense for that song to appear at a party. Yeah. Shout at the devil. Stranger Things <laughs> by Motley Crue. Awesome placement. It is it is a great rocking song. And I, I had to put it on. It was like, you know. Why not? It's Motley Crue.
1: Incidentally, that's the same episode that my... Islands in the Stream would have came from, season three,
0: episode two. No, this is well, yeah, g- yes, episode two. This is season one. No,
1: if they're if Billy's in it, it's got it's season three.
0: Oh well, it's just oh maybe I got it wrong then. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If Billy's in it, no, you're right. You're right. It's season two. Anyway, <laughs> you could correct this. Up. Anyway, it's Motley crew Shout out the there's, Devil. There's so many episodes. There's so many episodes. <laughs>
1: super great song super great song perfect for that scene yeah Nancy and yeah oh season two I said season three season two our seasons are all screwed up we're just overwhelmed by season four I know so much season four in the brain season four has us shook a little bit
0: I know I know
1: all right my next song no particular order you don't mess around with Jim
0: are you kidding me by Jim Crouchy. Is you, this on your list? Are you kidding me? That's my number two. I, I listen, guys. I swear to god, Amanda and I do not, we we absolutely positively do not share our list with each other when we do these types of shows. We literally just we we don't do any of that at all. But that is every amazing. now and then something like this happens because her and I are on the same wavelength a lot. Of, as much as we go have the opposites, there are certain things we're on the same wavelength with. And I guarantee <laughs> that the reason why you like this song is the same reason why I like this song in, in, <laughs> in the show. And So go ahead. I, I, it's all, it's literally, I, I could show you my notes. It's I, my number two.
1: I love this. I love this. It, I just, I love the scene that leads up to, yes. to this song and it's so great it's with hopper and i mean oh, he damn. just gets in the car <laughs> and plays this song and he just takes off and is driving like a boss because yeah mission accomplished for hopper and it just was so great and i do enjoy this song a lot
0: yeah i mean this is this is <laughs> such a great scene when this happens because he uh there's actually it's actually appears twice in yes. the series so the first time you see is in uh season two episode three of the polywog and then season three episode two the mall rats <laughs> and it really becomes like his theme song for the mm-hmm. in the show which is fantastic and i love that car scene because he's like rocking out he's so like <laughs> happy and proud of himself and he's singing along and don't mess with jim like and it's so great and then the, the first time it happens it's when he's uh and our, uh, when he does, he does that dance. He does like dance, dance thing. It's just so
1: where we won't say with who, because that's a little bit of a spoiler, but
0: right.
1: yeah, it's, he's such an awkward character. That's such a strong character though. It's oh, so interesting.
0: Yeah. And on top of it, it's Jim mm-hmm. Croce. Would you and I both really love Jim Croce? Absolutely.
1: He has made an appearance on our show before. Just fabulous artist.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so we uh, we absolutely – I cannot believe this is both on our, on our list.
1: <laughs> That's the only problem when we don't share our list. This can yeah. happen. But I love that this is how it works out, though. It's so much fun.
0: Well, out of all the songs that are on Stranger Things, the, the different songs that they, they've they had, it's like – by the way, there are – Oh. I think over the, the span of the series, there's over 536 songs.
1: I believe it. And I landed on the stranger things official playlist and it's 10 hours and 21 minutes long.
0: Yeah. So it completely makes sense. And where we have a, um, and I'm going to put this link is the link I sent you. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know how, obviously you can see there's probably some discrepancies with some of it sure. um, because sure. it's hard to go back, but there is a, uh, it is a good list. I will put it in the show notes and it's uh what, what song.com. And they actually have all the seasons of stranger things with the songs listed and uh-huh. give you a little blurb as to like where they appeared in the show. So whether I can't confirm your accuracy of it, but I'll tell you we were using this as, as a way to uh, as to, for prep for the show, but it is really cool to see it laid out like this. Cause it also includes the scores as well, which mm-hmm. the score is phenomenal. Um, you know, I, so I, I love the, the music of these two guys and they, they've been doing it since day one. So it's Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein and they were in a, an electronic band called Survive. And they're the ones that, that makes make sense. all that like dark wave, synth wave kind of sound. Do, 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 yep. do, 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 do. Oh, so good. That is them. And real quick about that, because I, I know everybody's always like, a oh, theme song. And I lo- I do not skip the opening when you go skip no. the intro. I never I skip don't. it because yes. I gotta hear that song with the, the names it, and the title yes. card comes up. It's yes. awesome. I, I need it. Like, I, I need mean, the title
1: card, it. like like yeah. zones in and pieces it's like, together. It's, it's part of the experience.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> so a little bit of background about the theme song. So the Duffer brothers were first made aware of Dixon and signs music while watching the 2014 thriller film, the guest, which featured music produced and performed by their band survive while creating a mock trailer that was later used to sell the show to Netflix. The Duffers decided to use Survive's song dirge to serve as a trailer soundtrack. Once the show was greenlit, the Duffers contacted Survive around July 2015 to ask, ask if the group was still together and available to potentially score the season. In turn, Dixon and Stein provided the production team with dozens of unreleased songs from the band's past, which aided them in their bid for the job. The Duffers were static after listening to the material provided, and he implored the duo to quit their day jobs to produce music for the show full time. They obliged and once they were aboard the production, the two worked with producers to select some of their older music to rework for the show while simultaneously developing new music, which was chiefly to serve as character motifs. The tracks produced by the duo were sent during the filming to the Duffers, who later labeled the demos as sketches due to Dixon and Stein's odd title choices, such as Jupiter 8 Spirit Winds, Soaker's Form 3, and Lighting Candles and eggy Pizza were among the most <laughs> unique batch. A sketch that was originally titled Prophecy was later developed into the show's theme. In all, just under 14 hours of music was produced for the show over the course of one year. Dixon and Stein had been hired before the casting process, so their motif demos were used and played over the actors' audition tapes, aiding during the casting selection.
1: What a fun story!
0: I know. Yeah. And that, that's coming from uh, mm. Wikipedia. So, you know, take Wikipedia with, but I, but I have read a lot of same mm-hmm. similar stories on, on even like the stranger things wiki and all that. So it seems to be all very like in line.
1: <laughs> mm, it's so good. I, you know, and I think about how different stranger things could have been if it was just made into a movie or just yeah. made into, you know, something different than what it did and how it landed on Netflix because I am a binge watcher. Yes. I love to binge. And if we had to wait, Chris Baglio, like the way you used to have to wait to catch up on a show, like every yeah. week. oh, I don't think I could handle it.
0: No. I mean, and stranger things was like when it came out like that first season, I, I don't think my wife, Rachel and I, I think we binged that show faster than ever, any show we ever binged. I Same. mean, it was like, what is a Stranger Things? This looks weird and cool. Like, I don't know. And then the first episode, I'm like, this is like this amazing. This show's made for me. Like, this is <laughs> everything I've ever wanted. This is everything I want. It's the best of all the stuff I grew up on in one yeah. show. In. <laughs> in. It's, just,
1: it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. So it yeah. couldn't have aligned better in how everything was, you know, played out and rolled out. So just – again, just continued props for Stranger Things. Well, I did my number two song that happened to be your number two song, so I'm going to let you announce your third and final song and then I'll announce mine.
0: So, once again, this was so, so hard. So, so hard. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, listen, the the orders of these lists, I just want to say again, was like it just was difficult to do and put together, but You know, I wanted to at least have like a one, two and three, you know, for the purposes of this discussion, because there's so many good songs. And one of the songs that I I love how they used in the show and play so well, because I got to be honest with you. When I've heard the version of this song before, it like didn't do much for me. Okay, but then hearing it with. In the scenes, hearing it, you know in the show, Mm -hmm. in the scenes they use it, all of a sudden it took out a whole new life for me and and I really like, I think I actually appreciated the performance then of this song so much more now whether that's how it was intended but I felt like that it just now it's synonymous with me and that song is the cover version of Heroes by Peter Gabriel and I, if you listen it's the David Bowie classic song which I love david bowie's version of the song and i've heard other people do great v- covers of this but a, peter gabriel's version and if anybody doesn't know who peter gabriel as he was ages ago like a billion years ago This the singer of genesis when genesis was more of a prog rock band and mm-hmm. then obviously mm-hmm. they split and you know peter mm-hmm. gabriel went on to have massive success with a lot of hit songs um and um and he's done some really beautiful versions and this version of heroes when I first heard it like not before because it, it was done I think in 2010 his version it was like eh, okay like mm-hmm. I get it like it's a very quiet version a, a different almost a rearrangement of it but the, the basic melody is still there sure but it was just you know it didn't hit me when it appeared in stranger things not once but twice <laughs> um, it appeared in season one episode three which is the holly jolly and then um, it was in and the best use of the song, which totally had me like, Oh my god, it was, <laughs> was uh, the season three finale, episode eight, which was the battle of Stork Star Court. Um, and it was the end. And I'm not once again not giving any spoilers, but they use that version of Heroes mm. so well. and It was such a great bookend of how they used it when they use it in episode three to then how they use it in episode eight. And it sort of has the same meaning, but. Mm -hmm. It just feels good. And I love it. Now I really, I love listening to this version of heroes because I can't help now, but think of like those episodes and it just has taken on a whole new meaning for me. And that's the thing too, is they do like, even like this season, they did a great version of um, separate ways. Like it's kind of like a really Mm -hmm. cool remix of journey, separate ways, Yeah, which was like, okay, alone. It's kind of like, okay. But like when in the context of the show, Oh my god, does it work? Like it works so well. Like it's a really cool like remix of that song, which you know, once again, I was like, uh, but then you see it and you're like, this is great. So I feel the same way about this version of Peter Gabriel's heroes. Love um, it, and I and I got a feeling I know what your number one's going to be. I don't know. Okay, well, I because okay. you and I because you and I have talked about the never ending story one before <laughs> in previous shows, <laughs> well, and that is a mute. That's another mute, but I didn't put it on the list. Because we talked about how much we first of all, we you and I both have a, a love for the neverending story. <laughs> and then to them do the never ending story theme song in the show was like, uh, did you hear Amanda? did you listen to the Chris and Amanda show and get the idea?
1: <laughs> so we absolutely loved that song so much chose it. It was a, f- a freebie for our Chris and Amanda Goes to the Movies show because mm-hmm. we just had to throw that one out or, well, we included it, but it wasn't on our list because it was so great. So I did not add that to my list this time because I feel like we've
0: already had... Right, we discussed it, yeah.
1: Yes, but let's just talk about that scene.
0: Let's just talk about that scene. because
1: how brilliant, again, they use the NeverEnding story song.
0: I go back and watch that, just that clip On YouTube, because it's just it's like, and and we've done extensive, like, breakdowns of the original video. That we found out there were two versions of the video, like the hair flip thing, and the whole like, (laughs) it's like we have done a lot of talking about the Never Ending Story song and the movie on the court. If you've listened to this show since day one, (laughs) you know that it's come up, and I'm pretty sure we've got videos online and all that stuff, but like. That scene is awesome, it's so great. So, just Chuck, I can't go... wait till you get to that. And Mark, oh. I can't wait till you get to that.
1: Oh my gosh, if you are a product of the 80s at all, you'll appreciate that. And something similar happened to that song that is happening with Kate Bush's, where that one yes. charted that charted significantly very well. I think it did hit number one like that weekend, it probably isn't as long term as Kate Bush was, but...
0: It definitely came back to life. That's for sure. And once again, I think also had the same effect where a lot of people discovered. Yeah. The never ending story. Who had never heard about it before, like a whole new generation. Like that was a movie we grew up on and like was kind of a, you know, and parents have watched it with their children and stuff like that. But like, I think it just brought a whole new audience to like that kind of that fantasy movie, which for me, so influential.
1: Super influential. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I just love that song. But with that being said, it wasn't my. It was not your number one. wasn't on my list as number one. But the song that was. And this was hard just because there were some other songs that I possibly could have chose. But maybe we have already talked about them very heavy on the show already in the past. Mm -hmm. So I disqualified any of those. But I have down Material Girl by the queen who's yet to make it on our show. At this point, Miss Madonna,
0: which is shocking.
1: It really, really is. <laughs> we have not, I can't
0: believe we haven't talked about Madonna on our show on, on any of the episodes yet.
1: We haven't, and she has spanned over so many decades. So it, it is impressive that yeah. she hasn't made it to our list. But today she has, and she is on my list as my number one material girl. And I love mall scenes. I am a oh. mall scene person. I have. Good memories, mall yeah. shopping, walking around with my friends. In fact, I took Owen to the mall just this past Saturday. He wanted to get some shoes. And right. we have one mall that is pretty decent around me that still has stores. And <laughs> Our other mall is like a ghost town. And as I was walking around, I just felt like, like so fun. I felt like I was <laughs> taking my son and like passing like the torch of like, it's your time.
0: It's your time. It's your turn to be a mall rat.
1: <laughs> it's war time, and I was like, "Hey, do you want me to bring a friend with you so you guys can walk around, and I'll just like be at the food court?" And he's like,
0: "No." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Why would I hang it at the mall?"
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the torch that I had lit to pass on to him just went away,
0: <laughs> quickly extinguished. He's like, "Why do I? Why would I want to hang at the mall?" <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? That's that's where everything's happening. Like, what do you mean? How are you gonna find out what's going on if you don't hang out at the mall? Like, I know. I'll never know what everybody else is up to if I don't hang out at the mall. I
1: know. How do you know what a now it looks like if you don't see it on somebody walking around at the mall? What about
0: the arcade <laughs> <laughs> and oh the movie my gosh. theaters?
1: The arcade, yes, we had a good one growing up. Yeah. Well, in my head, I thought it was a good one. It probably was not, but. You know, I would, if it was
0: an arcade, it was good. I mean, come on. Right? I mean, as long as they had the right games, it was good. Like
1: so much fun.
0: You know, I, and, I was such a mall rat. <laughs> and
1: just incidentally, our arcade growing up was located right next to the Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> so Amanda had her spot.
0: Yeah. You did have your spot. You had your spot. The mall and Taco Bell. The, mall the arcade. And Taco Bell taco bell (laughs) so was the taco bell inside the mall or was it it like outside like so you had to walk across like it was like it was
1: inside
0: the weird adjunct mall
1: (laughs) (laughs) no this one this one was right we had a not a cool food court like you know stranger thing food court but we had a pretty decent one
0: we had a really good food court so i used to hang out so growing up (laughs) So wait before before we get into the mall talk. So just to let everybody know, so season three of of Stranger Things, like everybody, and once again, no spoilers here. The predominant, I mean, it's in the trailer for that season. It's heavily featured. Is a new mall opens up in Hawkins, Indiana, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) It takes me right. It takes you right back, especially our age. I'm speaking to all you 40s and up <laughs> it takes us right back to like those days when we hung out at the mall mm-hmm. and all the stores like they did such a great job, like being super nostalgic about the logos and stores so and the fashion. It was amazing, and uh and I totally brought me right back to hanging out at like I used to hang out at the Willowbrook Mall. That was like my huge stomping grounds for the longest time. And then when I moved out west, I the Rockway Mall, which was not nearly as impressive as the rock, the, the Willowbrook mall. The Willowbrook mall was massive. Rockaway mall was like the little brother (laughs) to like, and it was West. So it was like weird. It's like Rockaway. Who goes to Rockaway? Rockaway mall. Like what the heck is that? Like, you know, The Willowbrook Wall, like that, that's where you go. But they used to have a huge uh, arcade there, fun and games. And that was like the epicenter of my childhood. <laughs> so great. I must have, I, I probably blew enough money in there to, I, I probably could have owned fun and games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I i was watching um, a show with Owen yesterday and he showed me something. said, like, Oh, that makes me think of pinball. But I could not think of the term I pinball know. And I go, you know, the thing that you do the things and the things like yeah. <laughs> and it's got the ball and I, it was so bad. And so I was never good at pinball, but boy, yeah. did I put those tokens in there anyway? And you did it. You just I did, did it. it. I did it. I was not very good. Um, yeah. And I wish malls could make a good comeback. And I, but if my son hates them, I guess, why would they, if the newer generation doesn't seem to be interested in them?
0: They just don't. They don't. They just don't. They I don't, don't know. They
1: don't but I wish the they would because it is great. Thing. It
0: was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, right.
1: It was just safe it's fun. It's a different time. It was a different
0: time. It was a and, different time. And this is when we just lost all the younger listeners to this program. They're like, wow. we have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the mall. <laughs> Let's go to the mall. They're like, who goes to the mall? <laughs> I, I, yeah, food court. I go there for the food. <laughs> and then that, and quick shopping and then that's it. I'm out. I'm not hanging I out. What I need.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, I get leave. what
0: I need. I'm out. No, there's no orange Julius anymore.
1: <laughs> no, I know. And a lot of times the people will come into like the entrance of the store they're going into yeah, and just leave. You know, like, they don't even browse.
0: They don't. They don't. Like I remember going to Sam Goody to like buy oh CDs my gosh. all the time because that was it. it. Was like Sam Goody, and I would buy the CDs there. Because, you know, well, this is a music based show, so I'll bring it back to music. But, yeah, I used to go to Sam Goody all the time. I used to drop tons of money, like buying CDs and everything until I then discovered like, oh, I can actually go to a record store here and there. And like sure. just getting like going to like these smaller, like specialized stores. But, yeah. man, I, t- I spent enough money on CDs. I could have bought Sam Goody. Okay,
1: I yeah. remember that makes me think our Meyer, our grocery store. Um, I don't frequently shop at it; it's just a little bit further away. But when I was closer to it, they had a ginormous section dedicated to CDs,
0: uh-huh. and it's
1: it's now the medicine area.
0: <laughs> that's where that's where you bought all your uh, all your music.
1: Yes, I mean, we remember waiting for the day for it to come out because you couldn't just download it on your phone and play it. You Sweet actually lot. had to like wait. For it to come out and go to the store and buy it that day.
0: Yes. Yes, kids.
1: (laughs) There was a process to loving music.
0: There was a process to loving. You You had to work to find your music and you had to. uh, It cost money, a lot more money than it does now to to buy your music.
1: Oh, my goodness. Those were. Gosh, life is easier in a lot of ways. It's more complicated, but But, we have it at our fingertips. But there was something fun in the hunt.
0: There was, there was a definite fun to the hunt for sure. That's, that's, that's a hundred percent. There was a definitely thrill wow. of going in, digging, finding what you want. Or are mm-hmm. you walking into the store and you see the display yes. of that new record? And you're like, yes. there's so many of them. <laughs> I want to buy them all. I only need one, but it looks so cool. So like great. the <laughs> whole store, like the whole front <laughs> display is like, that record is out. Like amazing. So much oh. fun.
1: You've never worked in a like music store.
0: Uh, no. That fascinates me. I know, right? I should have, but I didn't. I, I never did.
1: Watch Chris in five years is going to own the it's only surviving music stores left in the United States of America.
0: <laughs> my dream is to still own a record store. So it's, it's okay. there.
1: It's It's going to
0: happen. Yes.
1: You heard it here. Um, go start a GoFundMe page, Chris Baglio. And yes, our supporters story. will yeah. help support your record store dream. It's
0: record store slash Chris and Amanda studio. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Coming to you live from the Chris and Amanda studios at Chris, Chris's records. Whatever. <laughs> um, love it. So let's just get, I know we, we, we diverged a little bit, but uh, I want to get back oh, to do. the music of Stranger Things. So, um, good pick once again i, I like that yeah, pick yeah. i think that's that's a great pick did the, the madonna song and it is during that uh, one of my i will probably say i think that season three might be my favorite season of the show mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. obviously we just talked all about this mall stuff waxing nostalgia yeah. about all that but really mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun and it was like you know and a lot of stuff went down in that show once yeah. again, no spoilers. Yeah. but it is definitely a very pivotal season in the show. And I love how when we first get introduced to the kids, you know, the show is growing up with them, obviously. So I think the show does a really good job of like you know, what kids go through as they get a little bit older and starting to how to you know deal with things and feelings and um you know, finding their way in this world. and especially when you think about like where they are. they're in Hawkins, Indiana. <laughs> 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 you know they're in hawkins indiana and it's like having a mall put in the middle of hawkins indiana has got to be like you know the coolest i feel like it's in the middle of nowhere agree it has to be it's the midwest like middle of nowhere midwest i feel yeah. like and which is probably why all this crazy stuff goes on there and they can get away with so much absolutely um but then they like, put this giant mall in there must have been like oh my god this is the coolest thing ever so it is I and respect i like that
1: but they really respected like what putting in a mall would do to a small community too mm-hmm. and the effects right. of that. And I thought that was done very tastefully. Just I love that a newspaper is included, you know, because that yeah. I- kind of a nostalgic thing now. I mean yep. newspapers still exist, but it's New not newspapers
0: do still exist. Yeah. It's
1: it's not at the same level as it was in the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just great. I love I people can make a billion dollars off of nostalgia. And mm-hmm. I hope more people follow suit because I'll walk down that memory lane with you. Yes, I will.
0: Absolutely. I'm such a <laughs> sucker for this stuff. I'm yeah. the show just once again, it just is like everything that I love. The mm-hmm. only thing that they do, they have a heavily heavily featured in the show, which I never really got way into. Which I know, obviously, I know tons of my friends were actually into. I just never got into it. Which was Dungeons and Dragons, and you know. and it's a reoccurring theme throughout the entire series. Yes. And it's the thing that really holds the the, the group of, of friends together, and even plays a little bit of role. Uh, plays a role in this season, as always. Yeah. And, uh, but I was never a big Dungeons and Dragons fan, but I listened to a lot of the music associated with Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Yeah. I, I think being a girl, even though obviously some girls play it in the show, I don't think I, I mean, it was kind of more like mall madness, you know, for me, (laughs) but I never really got into Dungeons and Dragons and Marcus played it a little bit growing up. And, um, I said, how do you even play it? And he's like, basically it's story like you create the storylines. And so, yeah. It is very relevant to Stranger Things, and it's crazy how big of a blueprint it yeah. literally plays for the show. And so, I would wonder if the producers actually heavily played that as kids, like as much as the kids in the show play it.
0: They have talked about it that they that they were Dungeons and Dragons fans, and that they they did play. And I think that, but it is very um, if you play Dungeons and Dragons. And yes, it is. It's like choose your own adventure. It's all storytelling. And, and, you know, you roll dice to figure out the next moves or your decision has to be made within the story. And it's very much like the show. It's like a mirror of the show, which I find it funny that, you know, the upside down and all that stuff. And they're kind of named after they always name them after Dungeons and Dragons village. It's like. All the, the parallels are there. So it's it's very, very cool to, to get into. And even if you're not in the, Dun- which I, mm-hmm. once again, I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons, but I had plenty of friends who did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just, I love that they've made it that this is what this group of friends is like. It's still this bond that they have as it's yeah. gotten older throughout the show that Dungeons and Dragons is still a part of their lives.
1: And I would put money that Dungeons and Dragons had a significant comeback because of the show as well.
0: Probably. Or a big sponsorship, one or the other.
1: That's true. (laughs) We
0: will fund Stranger Things if you continue to mention Dungeons and Dragons and keep these guys (laughs) playing Dungeons and Dragons. So
1: great. So great. So
0: great. Well, go go ahead. ahead. No, no, finish your thought. Go
1: ahead. I was going to say, again, just recapping how hard it was to even put only three on our list. We could do. We could really literally talk about every single song and have uh, a story behind yeah. every single beautiful piece of music they implemented into the show. Just well done. Yeah. We're such fans of Stranger Things. We're not afraid to say that out loud.
0: <laughs> nope, not at all. Um, and and that's the thing, too. Like, on Spotify and, like, this link that I'll put in into to the notes here, like, just, even if you haven't watched a show, just listening to the soundtracks and mm. the, the, the playlists, from the episodes is awesome it's it's got music pretty much from all the different generations um from the 80s obviously and uh it's just it's so much fun to listen to and i love that score so if you're a fan of like oh, you know that john carpenter uh 80s like dark wave synth wave kind of stuff uh just the score alone by by uh kyle dixon and michael stein will will have you like totally into it and then mix in like songs like i mean just going off of episode one and i'm just gonna read the song so sure. the episode one of season four you've got california dreaming by mamas and the papas you've got object of my desire by star point you've got the red army is the strongest by red army choir of course running up that hill deal with god by kate bush which is like the the huge huge uh, just type that into google right now and you're gonna pages and pages of pages and this is what i love too um i'm a big cramps fan so i love that there were two cramps songs in here i was a teenage werewolf in fever so if you love the cramps and that rockabilly like and they're just great i love love the cramps i'm two songs in that in this episode um You've got Play With Me by Extreme. So go into like more like 80s hard rock, which is great. Um, Detroit Rock City by Kiss. So I mean, this is just episode one it of is, season four.
1: And it's a long to your point earlier, they are long episodes. So it they are it's not like it's just music after music after music. Like they're so tactfully played within the perfect opportunity. Yeah. It's fantastic.
0: Absolutely. I, I love it. They they do a really, really good job. So um, but once again, we would love to hear from you. Right. Let us know. You know, obviously, if you're not watching live right now, uh, but you could still participate in the show, we really want you to participate in the show. Uh, and we love featuring people who, who you know, call in or leave us messages. So if you want to call in and let us know what your favorite Stranger Things songs are, what you think of the show, what your favorite episodes are, favorite characters, anything Stranger Things, of course, this is a music based show. So we'd love to know what, what some of your favorite songs have been. Call us and leave us a voicemail. Plus one, nine, seven, three, five, zero, six, eight, zero, zero, nine. That's plus one, nine, seven, three five zero six eight zero zero nine and we will play your message on our next show uh because i got a feeling our next episode is going to end up being a recap or something of like what we just (laughs) probably and here's some more songs that we really like there you know i mean this could easily turn into like let's just talk about stranger things for seasons one through four and this season in particular but um we only not have to start a sidebar show, a sidebar <laughs> yeah. show, or do like <laughs> a, a, whole a
1: new podcast, a, a panel
0: with uh, with all our <laughs> friends and, and talk about Stranger Things. But sure. uh, but yes, we would absolutely love to hear from you. So uh, feel free to do that. Once again, call plus one nine seven three five zero six eight zero zero nine and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Also, before we wrap things up, do you want to say thank you once again to our show sponsor, Ironic Media. Make sure you use the links in the show notes and the video description below. Go over to ironicmedia.com or visit him on IG at Mark Roddick or on Clubhouse where he runs a room every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. Eastern to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, in the Empowered Podcasting Club. Mark Roddick. Find him there on Clubhouse. Connect with him. We, have, we are usually there. If you want to hang out with, with Chris and Amanda, we're, we're usually in that room. So come chill out with us and uh, make sure you head over to ironicmedia.com and book a free session, free discovery session with Mr. Mark Ronick. He can help you. He can help you. If you're a podcaster, he can help you. percent. And
1: we do have a lot of podcasters who listen to our show. So we do. This is a really good opportunity for them
0: to reach out and, and you know, mm-hmm. Just use his expertise because it's there. It is there. It is there. And, you know, if you like what you heard on our show today and you want to support us somehow, some way out of the kindness of your heart, (laughs) because it does, you know, there is a financial cost of bringing you the show. uh, Head over to our buymeacoffee.com backslash TCAS and feel free to select a level of your choice uh, to give us a hand. You know, it helps us out. All the little bits help. Um, you can also if you want to commission your own episode of the show you can also do that at the same place go over to buymeacoffee.com all the links once again are in the show notes and video description below we have merch for sale too over at the chris and feel free to head over there and last but not least if you would like to become a sponsor like ironic media Email us at the Show at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to discuss our sponsorship levels and opportunities for you to become a part of the show.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and I want to just include, they're all very affordable options, so don't think that it's out of your price range, because I
0: assure you it is not. Send us Absolutely. A- And make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe to the show wherever you're watching or listening to this. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitch, if you're on Facebook or wherever you're, you know, make sure you hit that that like button. Follow us wherever you're listening to this. If you're listening to the replay, the audio version of this, please hit that follow button. So that way you get notified every single time a new episode is dropped. Like this one. We're here live on Mondays, 8.15 a.m. Almost every Monday. We took last Monday off. We're about to go on another run until our vacations in July. Absolutely. So make, you, you do not miss an episode of the Chris and Amanda show. And if there's anything you'd like for us to discuss or anything like that, Absolutely. we'd love to hear from you too. So drop us a note, leave us a voicemail. <laughs> yes, please leave us a voicemail. Yes. And uh, Amanda, I mean, I feel like you and I could go on and on and on about the music Stranger Things. There's so much, so many good songs. And this is just, this was just a, a smattering Of some of the songs that I feel like that have just, like I said, taken on a whole new life for me or just like incredible placement in, in the show overall. So.
1: And uh, I think we can confidently say we don't dislike any of the songs that have been put in stranger things.
0: No, not at all. Like even some of the songs have taken on a little bit of a different meaning now, like yeah, in this, in season four, we've got the, the, the brutal roller skating scene, the roller rink, oh and like songs like "Wipeout." Now, now I'm like, ah, oh, it makes, <laughs> makes me angry. <laughs> it
1: does it? Oh, yes. Even wipeouts in this—they're so phenomenally <laughs> great at picking songs.
0: Yeah. But that roller rink is like, um, this is like every roller rink I was ever at when I was yes. a kid, with all the same music and all the same idiot kids. <laughs> yeah, all the idiot kids. <laughs>
1: you just got to be faster than the idiot kids.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which I never was. <laughs> Poor
1: Chris. <laughs> no. Uh, honest, growing up was so much fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was great. It
1: was great. <laughs> really like where I am in life now, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got the show. And the show is great.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Great show. I'm so glad we were able to speak our piece on the amazing music that's yeah. great.
0: and i'm sure we'll be doing another part two to this at some point um Absolutely. as you know as things unfold we still have another second half of yes. season four starting on july 1st and it's basically like two feature-length mm. episodes as a feature-length films so really looking forward to that so i'm sure we'll have more to say i can't wait to see what kind of music they feature in that nice. in that second part of the season um i'm i'm just excited so uh, if you haven't started watching stranger things i do say go watch it um Mm -hmm. it is fun fun fun
1: yep mark and chuck gets binge watching
0: that's right get the binge watching so that way we can spoil no just kidding uh we'll never spoil i know there's more than just mark and chuck that listen to the show
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're the only ones who admitted in the flesh that they haven't seen it all
0: correct exactly Guest. so all right everyone well thank you again for watching thank you for all who are going to watch the replay of this uh, or listen to it we appreciate you and appreciate your support make sure you come back and hang out with us live on Mondays at 8 15 a.m eastern center time we will be here next on Monday for a all new episode of the Kristen Amanda show Oh, oh, oh. I, need, <laughs> I need that like reverb <laughs> so fun bye everyone
1: <laughs> have a good week
0: get notified every single time we drop a new episode of the chris and amanda show just hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to follow us over on tiktok or instagram at the chris and amanda show